0: This top 10 fantasy football running backs edition of the Sports gambling podcast is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at Bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. I brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win $1 million. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN Let It Ride. Welcome, everyone, to the Sports Game on Podcast. I'm Sean, stacking that money green with my partner in picks, Brian Real Money Kramer. What's happening, Crame Dog?
1: Football. Dun, 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 I dun. think we're into the 70s, Sean. What is that? 70 days until football. Sounds about right. Less than 70 days. Less than eighty days for sure. Is it? We must be closing in on sixty. I don't.
0: I don't want to even get my counter up until we're like fifty and below, because then I'm gonna get too excited. I'm gonna be getting too amp. Ah, just chugged a bunch of iced coffee. Ready to go. (laughs) Caffeine is flowing.
1: Football is flowing. Definitely, caffeine part of what fuels the SGPN rocket ship.
0: Oh yeah. Chugging down some iced coffee, and of course, we're presented by. Almost threw up my voice. So excited to talk about WinBet, of course. You want the experience of the Win Las Vegas in the palm of your hands? Well, you got that option. And of course, that is the WinBet app, WynNBet.com. Head over there and download the app today. Oh man! And you'll get a risk-free bet up to five hundred dollars. That's right. Terms and conditions apply. But they got it all over there: generous promos, odds, and parlays. They're all happening right now over at WinBet. If you want to win big, you got to do it over at WinBet. W-N to W-I-N. That's how you spell Win. And you do it over at WYNN. I blew my own mind with my little uh, play on words there. But again, winbet.com. That's where it all goes down. That's where it all happens. Some of the best odds in the business. Perfect time to get in on some of these uh, NFL player props. Because we're going to be breaking down who we like, why we like them. Top 10 fantasy football running backs. Kramer, kick things off. Who is number 10? for your 2021 fantasy football run.
1: Number 10 in the world of fantasy football, probably number one Mm. in terms of throwback old school football guys doesn't wear the gloves. Doesn't wear the rubber on the elbows. Nick Chubb is just a grown man. And you know, I think the first two guys, at least I'm going to call out, I, I think they're just a little bit limited in the, in the fact that they don't, they don't necessarily have the pass volume and, and there are reasons for me to question the, the overall volume potential. I obviously with Nick Chubb, Kareem hunt is in the building. We love Kareem hunt pass catcher.
0: I, great. great I rea- out the back and field. I
1: realized that I would be silly to have up in the, the more kind of higher echelons, the higher tiers of running backs. To me, this is tier three with Nick Chubb here. Um, and, and I think it's because Kareem hunts there, the offense looks good, right? Like they should be winning games, all of that jazz. Uh, But I think he's just—I think what he averaged a a catch per per game or something like that. Yeah, positive game script for the Browns, but again, ceiling's not there.
0: Yeah, and that's why he's outside my top ten. I think currently I have Chubb at thirteen, which you know you could say is crazy, but again, uh, to me it's more about my uh, appreciation for Kareem Hunt and what he's done. So, yeah, I I think they're just going to eat into each other, and there was some injury concerns
1: with Nick Chubb, so. Uh, yeah, I just think when, when he's out there he's you know, when, when you watch him play football, you're like, God damn. Doesn't uh, want mean, to run out of bounds. Yeah. Well,
0: he does want to run out the of bounds when it's this. costing you. Why'd you bring that up, Ryan? Sore subject. God damn the Browns screwed me out of a decent amount of money. It, between that missed extra point, they came all the way back to cover the three and a half, or were about to. All they need to do is kick the extra point to win by four and cover the three and a half. They fucking didn't. And then the same thing with Chubb. Yeah. Totally thought the bet That's was completely true. cooked. Shit. And then he <laughs> runs out of bounds at the one. God damn you, Nick Chubb. That's another reason why he's not in my top t- costing me money. This guy again, maybe I'm, maybe I'm becoming part of the echo chamber here. Yeah. I love the situation. I, I love the potential here. I think the Broncos are going to be in a decent game script okay, wow. for running backs. And I'm going to say Javante Williams is a top 10 fantasy running back. In fact, I think he comes in at number 10. I know Javante Williams didn't have a ton of pass catching uh, in his college career, but we've seen a lot of guys come to the league, and a guy like Teddy Bridgewater loves to check it down. I mean, you saw, uh, you know, the number of targets that Christian McCaffrey got, yep. and then even when he was out, uh, and sounds like Melvin Gordon has a decent chance of getting cut, like so, like higher than twenty five percent chance. Melvin Gordon is cut, and that's even going to give Javante Williams more uh, opportunities, more potential. But really, it's about you have a good defense. I mean, similar formula to the Browns. You have a good defense. You have a a, a Baker's maybe an average quarterback in Denver. It's definitely below average. You're gonna want to get Javante Williams involved.
1: So it, yeah, and honestly, like if you want to get excited about Javante, if you weren't, uh, you're not a big ACC guy, uh, go put on the tape. Uh, of Javante Williams, like he's a fun back, and and he's he's the kind of back you know the comps to D- to Dalvin Cook make sense because he's the kind of back that could look very electric in the right situation. You, I, you, I think I, I I don't think you draft a guy thirty fifth overall to have him sit behind Melvin Gordon. No, you you took again like it's funny because I have him in a tier of guys like after the 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 Chubb Mixon Sanders Carson tier for me, which gave you a teaser into some guys who oh, aren't wow. my top ten. I I have the tier of guys I'm wait I'm irrationally high on, and it includes Mike Davis, Trey Sermon, and Javante, which almost ensures that I'm going to take them because I'm willing to take those guys starting at the end of the third round into the fourth round, and then you know market value on many of them fifth round is probably more realistic. Well, and and Mike Davis, I love situation
0: for Mike Davis, and I love what we saw when when he filled in for uh, Christian McCaffrey. Another reason why I like Chuba Hubbard. is uh Mike Davis. The only thing that scares me slightly away from Mike Davis is the Atlanta offense overall, which I'm slightly lower on than you. However, yeah, Arthur the Smith situation, in, right? the situation is so good for Mike Davis and he's getting overlooked. He didn't make my top 10, but he can definitely make a good
1: case. Here's the, like, I, I don't care what your opinion about Mike Davis is. If you believe that Calvin Ridley should be a top wide receiver being drafted in the second round if you believe that Kyle Pitts is the number 4 tight end being drafted quite high y- you have to believe that Mike Davis should be going higher than his market and you have to believe that Matt Ryan should be going higher than where he's being drafted because it it points to the offense being good anyway back to the running backs number 9 kind of in the the tier with Nick Chubb to me too i think maybe his ceiling's a little higher but Jonathan Taylor Mm -hmm. the volume opportunity will be there for him to be the guy we saw close the season last year. Um, I thought about may not putting him in the top 10 in lieu of some of those guys I'm irrationally high on, but I do think it's silly because you know, if you're sitting there at the end of the first round, even at the beginning of the second, and you've taken your elite pass catcher already a guy like Jonathan Taylor it's tough because I don't know if I'm looking at him at six, you know, like, I don't know if I'm looking at him even at eight or nine, but if he's there on that turn, the volume is, is going to be there. And while you could argue, he's not going to, he's not going to feature in the passing game, just like Nick Chubb. I think the offense should set up. And again, the, the concern would be Carson Wentz is complete garbage. The offense is, is horrible. Even in those scenarios, I think he gets the volume. Now, does he find the end zone? That's the part I, I don't know, but you know the fact that not a ton of you know there's not many backs that I didn't talk about that have the opportunity for 300 touches like pretty pretty easily, and I think this is one of them. And the and the offensive line is pretty good, Sean. So it would be odd if Jonathan Taylor has a bad year. I think he's a one of the well, and risk and guys. I, you can I, and take. I
0: thought I was I thought you were going to give me shit for being this low on Jonathan
1: Taylor. I have him slightly higher than you. <laughs> I have him at number seven. Well, you're going to find out why after I, after when we get into the guys who I put ahead of him. But I think it's purely because he's here and maybe I'm ranking him closer to his floor. But I just like some of the upside of some of the other backs a little bit more. There's nothing sexy about that. The fantasy community
0: loves them some, uh, loves some Jonathan
1: Taylorine. So I love that he finished the season hot last year. Great. I mean, you're not telling me the same thing about David Montgomery he looked just as good down the stretch last year. Why are we not having the same conversation? Well we're about to at number nine. Give me
0: David Montgomery again. I mean, he finished number six and a lot of that was he ate in the second half of the season off of shitty defenses. but. I think coming in there, you're either going to have Andy Dalton or a rookie quarterback in Justin Fields. David Montgomery is still going to be the guy like, yeah, I don't expect that second half um, season that kind of carried him to a number six overall, but number nine feels pretty reasonable. And, and the bears defense is still decent. So I I think they're going to want to take the ball out of the hands of Andy Dalton or Justin Fields, give them easy stuff, favorable down and distance. I mean, the, the bears coaching, isn't you know, uh, they're not like a pass first uh, organization. They are kind of pound well, the rock and David Montgomery is a big part of that. I think again, predicting fantasy football, fine volume. How does David Montgomery not have a shit ton of volume? I know Terry Cohen's coming back, but like he's coming back off an ACL. I love the guy, but uh, I don't think do he's going to really eat into David Montgomery's work. And David Montgomery had 54 catches last year. You can certainly tell me a world where his catch total even goes up a little bit, and I think he's going to get a, a you know a ton of volume. Even though he had eight touchdowns and and two receiving touchdowns, I think he could get a slight bump up on that, he, even without being super high on the Bears' offense. I just think he's gonna get a ton of looks. And the same reason why I think Cole Komet is gonna steal some of those Jimmy Graham touchdowns, I think David Montgomery might get a couple of those uh Jimmy Graham touchdowns as well. Even if you're just projecting the Bears' offense to be similar as they were last year. I do think having a guy like Fields with the read option stuff, we've seen that a bunch. That creates opportunity for the running backs because yep. they're
1: looking to play the quarterback run. I Assuming mean, he can play in that type of system, right? Like that's that's
0: Yeah, I mean, and there's there's a decent amount of unknowns. We don't know Andy Dalton or Justin Fields, but I think Justin Fields, a running quarterback, it opens things up for the running backs, and
1: I think David Montgomery will benefit. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm higher than Mark on him too, but I'm much lower than you are. Uh, I do have him ranked right around Javante Williams, though. I think I think there's enough opportunity there for him, but there's also enough risk in question that Leaves me putting him out no my risk top it, ten. no biscuit. Number Ryan. eight for me is Aaron Jones. Uh, mm. and, and again, you want to start having the conversation. Why do I like him better than Jonathan Taylor? Because I think, you know, I think either Aaron Rodgers is, and he's the second favorite to win the MVP And this offense is is moving the ball. And Aaron Jones no longer has to worry about Jamal Williams coming in and stealing those passing down. Uh, maybe the goal line with AJ Dillon. That's one thing, but Jamal will still passing uh, down work from him and that's not going to happen anymore. Yep. And frankly, again, you know, it, it's hard, even if, if it's love, right? If it's love, they still have a pretty good offensive line. And I think Aaron Jones maybe even becomes even more valuable because his volume catch potential goes up. And, and so I like Aaron Jones, whether Aaron Rodgers is there or not. And I think at eight, once again, people are overthinking this one. If they're, they're, they're finding reasons to not take a guy who has produced because it's sexier to pick the next guy. And, and uh, again, maybe I'm low on him at the eight spot, but I, I do think, you know, when I'm drafting at the tail end of the first round, I would much rather take that pass catcher in the first round instead of a Jonathan Taylor, and then come back with a running back. Like Aaron Jones, who seems to be readily available in the second round up until the middle there.
0: Yep. Uh, My number eight, and I I have Aaron Jones a little higher. My number eight, and again, this is just kind of a narrative uh, play completely. (laughs) I'm a little higher on Seattle's offense, and Pete Carroll seems to be committed to Chris Carson. It's such
1: a weird—I yeah. I
0: don't really understand it. Uh, he's had issues with fumbling, but w- clearly he's Pete Carroll's guy. Pete Carroll is
1: still the guy making the calls in Seattle. You know, Penny isn't gonna do. I mean, Penny no. isn't gonna eat into. Loved his, him in college, but he's not finding his way onto the field. Period. Yeah,
0: and and obviously he was a little banged up last year. Um, but you know, you look at his 2019 numbers. 12:30 uh, rushing yards, a f- uh, 37 catches, two touchdowns receiving. Uh, and then uh, how many, Oh, seven rushing touchdowns. So I think you can get some of those rushing touchdowns back a little bit. He only had five, but he had four receiving. So back to back nine, a touchdown years from him. I, I think he's going to, again, this is a volume play. Like I think they're, they're just going to get a ton of workload out of Chris Carson. I don't see a ton of competition at the running back spot for uh for Chris Carson.
1: I mean, you know, maybe maybe I'm wrong on this, but I. I mean, I think you're early. I mean, you have him high, definitely higher than most. I think it's. I mean, I I have him 13th, so I'm not that far off. And I think, again, it's another one where the floor is fairly high. Yeah. And you know, who knows? It could it could be one of those years where if he you see those, you can see the line right. Twenty two carries, hundred. 12 yards, two touchdowns. Like that just Yeah, happens. I mean
0: look, the the rest of the depth chart is Penny behind him, Travis Homer, DJ Dallas, who actually looked okay
1: uh different kind of in back for though. a little bit. Yeah, and, and when you watch Chris Carson run, you watch a dude that if he falls forward, right? He yeah. he initiates the contact. He comes from the 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 school of beast mode. So I like it. Yeah, no. Um and, and to it me feels a little bit like taking a, a pocket passer um be, because he doesn't i don't think he ha he just doesn't seem like he has the pass catching upside, but he does. Yeah, and back to like, back
0: years with exactly thirty-seven catches. Now that's not amazing, but if he gets the added volume, you sprinkle those catches on. And I am, I am, uh, I am high test, on the uh, Seattle bringing over or the the new OC that they brought from the Rams.
1: They, I mean, I test he can catch the ball, so who knows? Maybe they'll they'll work him in a little bit more. Who's your number seven, Kramer? Number seven uh, again. I can't be high on Matt Stafford and the boy without being high on Cam Akers. We. We've seen what this offense can produce when they're a well-oiled machine uh, with Todd Gurley and Cam Akers has every bit the ability to become a Todd Gurley. So the pass catching, uh, the running, I I think the carries maybe go down, the pass catches go up. The the volume still puts him in the range to easily get 300 to 350 touches. So he has to be a top ten guy. And again, I think. I believe that Sean McVay can make a guy like this valuable. Um, No, you know, Malcolm Brown, who seemed to seem to be a guy, the coach is like he's gone now. Uh, Henderson is a very cheap handcuff. If this is season long, I mean, we see Daryl Henderson's going in like the 13th, 14th round. So you can handcuff for cheap. And again, Running backs, you generally win guys that are going to be on offenses you can trust to produce, or they're just going to get the pass volume that that puts them uh, out of range. I think Cam Akers could do both, and so uh, a legit, you know, he he could threaten 500 yards on the ground with 10 touchdowns and you know 50 to 60 catches, reasonable line, and that puts him puts the ceiling pretty high. Do you inside your top 10? Yeah. yeah all right. I mean, not. You just out on on the Rams. No, I. I Is he close? At least he's twelve. Oh I, he, again, I, it's just like I don't know. I test. He's. He I, looked good to me. He looked good. I think that's part of why I, I went back and I, watched he some did tape. Look,
0: he did look good in the playoffs. I'll give I will give dare. That. You.
1: Yeah, go watch a couple of the games where he really like he got a lot of carries and he watch him in the fourth quarter. I dare I think you to not I think like they're
0: it. just going to be throwing the ball a ton, and I, I just don't see Cam Akers having that Todd Gurley type role, but. There certainly is a world where he is, you know, certainly not the Todd Gurley in his prime athlete-wise, but get maybe hit some Todd Gurley type numbers. Uh, was Gurley ever, ever that
1: freakish? Was he that? I mean, oh, I think so. Uh, because I I feel like a lot of what made him a, a freak was he was such a great pass catcher, and so yeah, he, him he and was a big guy in, in space. I think Cam Akers can do some of that. So, yeah, I mean the
0: the you being high on Cam Akers. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are. I I'm, he's just. I, I'm just a little slightly down on him go and the Rams. Rams go,
1: and they just ram it. Just, just in general, little, little below market. The last time I was this excited about the Rams, they did surprise people and win the division. So a couple years but when they went on that you little, also, little Super Bowl run, you I also
0: were uh, super high on the Rams for a number of years with your buddy uh Sam Bradford, who, as we learned, right, not a franchise quarterback. Certain
1: teams just catch my eye. <laughs>
0: Number seven for me, Jonathan Taylor. You already kind of hit on him Uh, again. I think we sound we're both lower than market. I I think he's like a consensus number four running back. No, really. I I mean, you look at the uh, the default expert Mm. rankings. I think they have him like number four or five. He finished strong in the second half. Uh, I think that makes sense. But again, I, I I don't know, man. Uh, maybe it's just the Wentz hater in me, but Carson Wentz did a really bad job throwing to the running backs last year. And it really impacted their, their screen game. He's really bad at throwing screens and, and people think <laughs> I'm making that up, but he could fuck up a wet dream. He can certainly fuck up a screen pass they're having 36 catches. I can't predict him to have a bigger role in the passing game, especially with Naheem Hines. Um, uh, they're taking a bunch of the passing uh, down work. Now maybe he ends up being this workhorse back and their offense is a juggernaut, but I think the turnovers from Wentz, the fumbling, that kind of stuff limits your possessions and limits your opportunity in the red zone. Uh for Jonathan Taylor to really put up points and score. That's why I don't have him t- you know top five. I, I think the volume for me again carries him to yeah. a number seven spot, but that's why I'm slightly down. Um
1: it's hard to it's hard to put him too low just because he's gonna touch the ball so yeah. damn much.
0: Brian talking value here in fantasy football but you know where you can get the best value over at propswap.com that's right America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets Propswap.com. use that promo code sgp get you taken care of with up to a $500 that's right $500 deposit bonus are you kidding me no I'm not you're looking to get involved in the NBA Finals? Uh, there's always opportunities there. MLB, NFL, futures. Perfect time to just head over to Prop Swap, see what they got going on. And again, Prop Swap, you don't need to win your bet. All you need to do is for they have the bet to improve an odds because you can flip it. I mean, this is uh, you know instead of flipping houses, we're flipping sports tickets over at PropSwap.com. Perfect time to get involved in the marketplace. Hashtag Digins only. It's like the stock market, but for sports betting, stuff you really care about. Just use promo code SGP on your first deposit. And again, receive up to five hundred dollars in bonus cash. Go to propswap.com or download the prop swap app today. Kramer,
1: what do you got? Who's your who's your what are we up to? Six for you? We're up to six. All right. So perhaps a little hot takey. Mm. Cause I, I do still like Derrick Henry. Wow, really. But I got him at number 6. I, again, I think there's a certain ceiling um that exists when you're not necessarily a huge pass-catching back. And I think, you know, Sean, I it's it, realistic to think the Titans could take a step back in in their usage of Derrick Henry. Uh I I think we both agree that they're going to maybe be in some game scripts that have them passing a little bit more than running. You're high on Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I am. And I think when, when you see a guy who has an, a a, a pass catching ceiling that also could be on a team that maybe isn't, isn't quite pounding the rock quite as much. And there's also the elephant in the room. Like I know he's different. Like I know he's like clearly got some Superman DNA, but at some point a workload like this breaks you down. And we know this like to be almost a fact, I mean, a couple guys have busted through the barrier and maybe he's just one of those guys, but you know obviously if you're sitting there like this is where it gets interesting to me because i i still think i want to end up with derek henry if i have one of the first 6 picks mm-hmm. and maybe this means that my top 6 guys are all these running backs but i just there's something uh, you know i'm i'm like he's done it twice in a row like i've i've hit the roulette See, spin I, twice yeah, and it's like i think there's two there's two ways to look at
0: derek henry e he, is he uh ready for a, a slight decrease in a breakdown
1: or is he just a genetic freak? 31 targets. Like uh, is that enough?
0: No, but again, I I'm much higher on Derrick Henry and I'll I'll make the case for why I think he's a bit of a freak. I mean just just look back at that meme, Ryan, of the uh tiny guy looking at Derrick Henry. Uh, he is the ultimate looks yeah, good off de- the bus guy and just it,
1: another and guy smashes. that Yeah, Devonta Smith would be holding Derrick Henry's bags as well. I, I look, I it, I don't feel like I I I intended to be disrespectful. I just maybe I wanted to have a little uh, a little bit of a, a different opinion with some of these guys. But yeah, Derek Henry, number six. My number six, Austin Eckler. I I mean again, the guy is a PPR machine, and it may even
0: limit uh Herbert's fantasy potential because he does use Eckler a bunch, as every Chargers quarterback has. I mean, he still got 54 catches last year, and that was with missing a bunch of time, dealing with a serious injury. He's coming in 100% healthy. You know, in 2019, he had a 92 catch season. So there is certainly a war. Even if you split the difference here, he gets maybe like 70 something catches. That's a damn good year, and I think that can really carry him. And again, you know, Chargers have brought in a couple other guys, but they haven't spent a ton of capital on him or on other guys. Again, Melvin Gordon's still not there. So, Opportunity is going to be there. Opportunity in the passing game and uh, number six, Austin echo. I could, I'm, I may even end up bumping him up, but number six feels right right now.
1: He's my number five, and I, I was almost gonna go higher because I do think he's one of the few guys on the board that has hundred catch potential. That's true. And you know, the second you become a running, I mean, again, what you called it out, but last year he averaged six and a half, which was good for third on a per game basis. But a few week 12, when he comes back from injury, 16, nine, nine, four, three, seven targets. I mean, over that last six game stretch uh, absolute fire. I think that average is almost six and a half. Yeah. Uh, he, It just seems like the way this offense is going, they're going, they're coming out of the Anthony uh, Lynn experience. They're going to utilize their strengths. And if I'm designing an offense for this team, the targets go to to Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler. They got to touch the ball to win the game. So, you know, Austin Eckler to me, a, I would say top five for sure. Like the, the five running backs I'm taking are probably the top five picks I'm taking. But if there's one guy, like I think Austin Eckler is the guy, like he's the, he's the take, he's the guy who, you know, who is the one guy that could end up as a a surprise. Number one fantasy running back this year it's Austin Eckler. He's got the offense. Well, yeah. He's got the style of play. He's got the catch ceiling. He's got everything. He's got the touchdown potential and, and injury, I, a little worried. He had, you know, serious p- pretty decent, serious injury, but just if he's on the field, it's hard to see. Like he's the 20 point a week guy where it's like, it may, you see it. and It's like halftime. He's already got 16. Cause he's got six catches for 60 yards. And, and that's I can't say that about any of the guys we've talked about so far.
0: I I I, uh, I was doing a little more research on Joe Lombardi, the new offensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Chargers. Sean
1: Payton's former fuck boy.
0: Yeah, he, he and related to the great Vince Lombardi, you know, yeah, a, a guy cousin g- twice removed graduated the Air Force Academy. This guy seems to me has like some old school football in him. So I think we're going to see a lot of uh, a lot of Eckler running the ball, play action, uh, checking it down to him. I I think it's gonna it's not gonna be your like uh, air raid type offense. I think it's going to be a little bit more straightforward, which I think benefits. A guy like Austin Eckler. You
1: have two volume like pass catchers and Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen. Like it feels like that's the offense. You take your shots to Mike Williams, Guyton, Palmer, whoever that is, the tight end, maybe a little cook, a little parham. What do those guys do best? Running down the seam. So again, everything to clear out for Eckler and Keenan Allen my number five Aaron Jones and you kind of hit on it nice. Ryan
0: they got rid of Jamal Williams which should help him snake a couple of touchdowns I went
1: back that it, it, it accounts for like two and a half targets it's gonna juice up his the amount of catches he gets and I think that's the biggest thing
0: yeah the the role in the passing game the 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 touchdowns as well um he's been a pretty consistent pass catcher 49 catches in 2019 47 in 2020. I think he could hit low 60s and even if it isn't. Um, you know, even if it isn't Aaron Rodgers, I think Jordan Love. You're not going to use Aaron Jones, like no. I think you use him more. And again, I, I think wouldn't be surprised in a world where Green Bay has a little bit less passing touchdowns. That 48 feels like a bit of an outlier. Maybe it comes down, and maybe Aaron Jones gets some on the ground. So I think he has touchdown uh, improvement potential. And again, just as it, like you're saying, no Jamal Williams, bigger role in the passing game. Um, yeah,
1: I another guy we're high on. So yeah, give me Aaron Jones. Number five. All right. Breaking news. I just adjusted my rankings. Cause I, I couldn't sit sit with it. I've moved. Uh, my new number five is Alvin Kamara. Wow. I, bu- I bumped Austin Eckler up to four Okay. Alvin Kamara. I love the, uh, and I'll, I'll give the, I'll give the talk because I still like him. I still like the, 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 the past catching uh, floor. I just think as I've gone through this process, I, I like Jamis. I think he's going to be fun. I think he's going to be. I just don't think, and I know drew Brees was bad, all that good stuff. But I also think there's more, way more versions of this team that, that crater a little bit more and struggle on offense a little bit more because they don't have drew Brees anymore. And the, whatever it is, what 87, 88 catches that Austin or uh, Alvin Kamara has gotten his last four seasons. Uh, maybe that's in question because the stylistic uh, forte of Jameis Winston and his not giving a fuck, throw it down the field style. Yeah. I, again, he's still a top five
0: guy. Well, and the other thing, and I, cause all up in here, I have Alvin Kamara as my number four. Um, you know, I still love the PPR potential of him. I mean, you look at the overall fantasy, his overall fantasy rank is a PPR 2017, uh, RB3, 2018 RB4, 2019, RB9, 2020 RB1. And that was with really poor quarterback play. But uh, there's poor quarterback play in Jameis Winston where it's not the ball. But again, I think Sean Payton is smart enough to scheme up some easy wins for Jameis Winston, yeah. get him in a rhythm and maybe force Jameis to use him in the screen game. I mean, the guy also had a six touchdown game. Now you can use that as an outlier case against him, but still capable of a spike game that you would want to have on your roster. And, and number four, uh, Alvin Kamara, I don't it's too high. I mean, you're making a good case with Austin Eckler versus Alvin Kamara. I do have some concerns about Taysom Hill eating up some uh, some touchdowns I, near the goal line, but I mean they had Taysom Hill last year and he still had 16 touchdowns. So, I, I mean, I I like Alvin Kamara here at four.
1: Yeah, and that's I guess that's the last point I would make. Like he he, it, it feels like a guy whose regression, you know, the the regression word could happen. For a number of reasons, like a number of ingredients have have filtered into like, mm, maybe not. So then my four now four guy had replaced uh, him with Eckler. Um, so yeah, we're up to three then. Yep, number three. Give me Saquon Barkley. Go watch him run in the sand. You can follow it me on Twitter at Kramercentric. Again, it's. The usage here could be through the roof. I mean, there so one version of this team, they 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 remain Jason Garrett's offense and g- Jason Garrett's offense yeah. is gonna feature. Why would the they fuck not? He's, he's Saquon Jason Barkley. the other version of this offense is they go to a little bit more shotgun, three wide, maybe even four wide with Saquon in the backfield, and he's catching passes like he did a couple of years ago. And he has that tremendous ability to to churn out twenty point games because of the catch volume. And I think, you know, you want to talk about Kamara, you wanna talk about Eckler, Barkley, it's they all give you many versions of their offense that see them catching four, five, six balls a game. And I think once you start doing that, you generate double digit points without even talking about the carries. And then it becomes twenty points easy. So I'm putting Barkley third. Obviously, I'm a little higher on the all-rise Joe Judge culture that's mounting, and I've watched Endless workout videos of Saquon. He's healthy, Sean. I'm declaring it right now. I should have made him the number oh, one he's guy. he's healthy
0: until he until he gets hit. Your are
1: um, negative energy. Is no, ho- I, I'm not negative energy. To me, I'm reading the room. You got a 165 pound wide receiver. Well uh, settle down.
0: And and have you heard the Eagles come out and say we're not going to give them a full workload? Have you have, yeah, has there been anything from the Eagles this
1: June s- and I'm optimistic <laughs> and you're being a fucking pessimistic and sour the, And pants. the Giants
0: no, I'm not being pessimistic and sour. The Giants are the ones being pessimistic and sour. The Giants are managing the Stop expectations. It. Why would they leak that out saying don't expect Stop a full it. Saquon workload? He's coming so up so they can turn on the Rocky they-
1: music and they can show you running through the. No, because he, they know he's not going to be ready uh, week one for
0: uh, 20 touches. So they're setting the bar. They're mm-hmm. letting the fans know.
1: That's fine. Okay. That's fine. Let me get him at seven, eight, nine, and all these best ball drafts uh, I'm going to do between now and when people see him actually. Ah, uh, working out on, with the pads on, and they're gonna be like, "God damn, look at those legs! It's look funny. at those legs!" It's
0: funny how much Saquon Barkley and
1: Odell Beckham having. Oh no! Do not come on. Tons of athletic potential, but just there, don't that, help you win. You're now you're just you're stepping out of bounds. I mean, you're just making a horrible take. No horrible take. And what do you mean, horrible take? What he's, you, he's one was, it was all about injuries. him. No, I mean, not, not, not about the, Barkley, Not the off season. I mean, Penn state, big 10 guy sludging through the mud, working hard. Odell's over kissing, kicking nets. All right. Get, get <laughs> that the is, fuck out of here. No, no. dyeing his
0: hair blonde, not attitude wise. I'm just saying the fact, amazing athletic potential. You could make a case best athlete at their position, but have struggled to actually help the team win games.
1: Yeah, we're talking about fantasy football, bro. Your right. 4 and 13 Eagles have a lot of people littered on your top 10 list. Fantasy football, I think because again, if the Giants suck like you think they will, yeah. he's going to be catching a lot of balls. If they're good, it's because he's featured in this offense. So I think again, there's not many guys in this list that can could tackle enough in the passing game to be to have the ceiling that Saquon Barkley does. All fucking rise, Sean. I'm just listening
0: to what the Giants have been telling us, and they said he's. They're telling you he's not an RB one. I mean, pretty. (laughs) They
1: may as well put out a press release that says Saquon Barkley is not an RB one Uh, because that's what they're telling. I need to right now, RB one, Saquon Barkley. I'm sure they they'll they'll be happy to tweet that out. You see the way (laughs) he moved in the sand, Sean. Oh man, you liking
0: this uh, fantasy talk? Of course you do, and it's fantasy football season, aka. Best ball draft season. Underdog Fantasy giving away a million dollars. We're helping you, basically giving you a free entry. Because if you head over to underdogfantasy.com, use that promo code SGPN deposit, you get a free 25 bucks, and you can use that free $25 to enter the Best Ball Mania 2 contest. We've been cranking out best ball drafts. Mm. Uh, I mean, they're just honestly a ton of fun. Don't waste your time doing a mock draft. You want to get ready for fantasy football? Why not get ready with a free shot at one million dollars? Are you kidding me? Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Platform is great, easy to use. Uh, couldn't say enough about Underdog Fantasy again, just great, great fantasy platform overall. Huge fan. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Kramer, probably a hot take because everyone just has him RB1. I'm knocking down Christian McCaffrey. RB three. And again, I just don't think there's a world where he's out there for 17 games. He's to me is a guy that gets nicked up enough,
1: that's not fresh, right? What do you mean? He's fresh. He was hurt all last year. He's fresh. Yeah,
0: and again, I think, especially at the running back position, especially a running back with this much volume, the case against Saquon and his injury return is that it wasn't one injury. It was it was two. It was the meniscus and the ACL. With Christian McCaffrey, it's a combination of him having some injury issues and just an insane touch count. Like the the amount of times he's touched the ball. And I never thought he was a super durable back coming in, but I, I mean just his workload has been insane and I think uh I so I still like him but I just I, I'm not buying a ton of shares a Christian McCaffrey because because of how many you know uh, how many times he's touched the ball like his, his touches in 2019 he had well over he had 403 touches That's and then he gets hurt is that a shock? And you know, before that, he had uh, well over uh, the high threes. Like it's just a lot to ask for a non-athletic freak like Christian McCaffrey, who again is a good running back. And I think when he's out there, he's gonna get the volume. But I just don't think he's gonna be out there for seventeen games to get you to that number one spot. So I know it's crazy to predict injuries, but this guy just has a ton of red flags.
1: But but just he did get hurt last year. You're right. Yeah, totally. Um, so maybe he he he, does, he didn't have the workload last year for sure and the that's, year that's before a, heavily worked uh he outscored dalvin cook who was number two that year twenty nine point five to twenty point nine in PPR points so even if he regresses back twenty thirty percent he's still clearing the field by twenty percent
0: well and that's why I have him number three i I still think he's even with some injuries with some slight regression okay. from his 2019 season, I still think he's going to be a good uh, pick. I'm not going to probably have many shares of him because if I don't have him, number one, you're probably not getting him in most drafts.
1: And I guess that begs the question, like, are you looking to get him at all just to have a decent share of him uh, from that top spot? Or are you just going to le- load up on the guy that you like more?
0: Yeah, I mean, it w- most times in the number one spot, I'll probably be all probably be taking Dalvin Cook with some shares of Derrick Henry.
1: All right, I mean, I, I look. I, we'll we'll talk more about McCaffrey in a second, but who's your number two, Ryan? Dalvin Cook. Okay. And again, I think you you see. He's been healthy for a bit, which is always concerning because it it just feels like Dalvin Cooks waiting to get hurt. I I don't know why. I I don't think I have any legit reasons for this, but uh, I have this uh, uncertainty about his ability to play every game. But if he plays in in the game, he's an absolute. He might even be. You know, I didn't want to like have the same angle as you. And maybe I I just I like I like Cook ceiling too. I like this the pass catching ceiling. I like the offensive ceiling. And um, well, and and uh, and I'll just get to it because I've well, my cooked. theory on this real quick, and this is the last thing I'll say is, I I don't feel like you, you do all the way on Chris McCaffrey, so like I'm kind of in a situation where I'm taking the opera as I do all of these hundreds of drafts that I'm doing in the preseason, Sean, uh, in the ODAs, off-season oh oh, degenerate activities. I am absolutely like if I'm in the first spot. I'll take my number one guy, which we'll get to in a second. If I'm in the second spot, I'm gonna take Dalvin Cook. If I'm in the third spot, I'm probably gonna take uh, Barkley, and then after that, I can kind of maneuver. Like I'll take some Kamara too to have diversity because I, I there's really not a guy near the top that I'm avoiding aside of fucking Zeke, who we obviously aren't putting yes, in our top not ten. Not putting Zeke in the uh, top. Well, he, I mean, Zeke has had career let's, lows, but let's talk about it. He's in most people's tier one. Yeah, which.
0: And, the, you know, he gets banged up, clearly out of shape. I mean, Pollard is going to steal some of his catches. And that Cowboys offensive line is not the elite Cowboys
1: offensive line that it once was. People are acting like the championship Super Bowl, multiple Super Bowl winning Cowboys have gotten back together. Everyone's healthy. <laughs> Everyone's
0: excited about the Cowboys. And no one's here. even mentioning
1: how McCarthy yeah. was, as his players said, not prepared to coach last year. Yeah. Don't worry. He hired that's Ben like, McAdoo <laughs> this year. It's like two. when they said,
0: Oh, well you can throw last year out. Cause he didn't know the playbook. Uh, okay. So that's not a red flag for him overall. Like, oh, he didn't know. He has to know the playbook
1: again. You can make fun of all rise, but yes. What do you hear coming out of the giants building? That positive Saquon shit Barkley about culture is po- not no, going to, Sean, oh, you're listening. Sorry positive things about culture, positive things about the type of people they're signing. And And you look at like some of the just Google uh, off season
0: issue uh, off the field issues and the Dallas Cowboys draft class. It's like they went out of their way to get low character guys. And that does that. That works. Sometimes you can get away with it if you have a super strong head coach and you have a limited, like a very small, low character guys that have clearly turned a page best case would be um, Mike Vick coming out of jail. But you have Andy Reid, you have an infrastructure. You have a strong coach. When you have a weak coach like McCarthy, who the players have no problem calling out saying he doesn't know what he's doing. And you have all these guys with off the field issues, assault, um, DUI, like a bunch of stuff, Googling, but that's <laughs> a horror. That's a recipe for disaster
1: culture is built one brick at a time. Sean, if you keep bringing it. in fucked up bricks, your Kinda wall's going to fall over <laughs> well, I, anyway. Yeah, no. I mean the uh, Dalvin cook number two, I just, again, I, I think two things we need to look into further. Matt Ryan, Kirk cousins, way too much offensive production expected out of their skilled players yeah. for where they're being drafted. Well, again,
0: I, and unfortunately, as as it is, I this do is, have, I have some Kirk cousins shares in baseball for this very
1: reason, but remember passing touchdowns are only four points. So it's a little, you reminded me of that last, last episode. So
0: well, yeah. Cause you were giving me shit for having Patrick Mahomes lower. Um But again, I mean where you can draft Kirk cousins Probably worth having a couple of shots
1: on it. Right, exactly.
0: Uh, Devlin Cook, I, who I have number one, eight hundred yard plus games, and that's the kind of like consistent spike weeks that I want out of a, a, a RB one overall. Uh, and, and I think I, in previous years I've been a little bit lower on him for like no good reason. I just didn't really <laughs> like the Vikings and the situation. But you know the Vikings, they're, they're they learning the ball. Yeah. Dalvin Cook averaged twenty two point three carries per game. And the thing about their defense too, like if there's a world where they're even playing with a lead a little bit more than they were previously, or not playing from behind. I mean, they ran the ball when they were from when they were behind, but you can imagine what they do, like an old school guy like Zimmer, if they get a lead, and Zimmer. If wants their to defense run the rock. is just a little bit better, Dalvin Cook's uh production and opportunity is gonna go up. So I love Dalvin Cook uh this year, number one overall. Um, and I'll just roll into my number two, Derrick Henry. I mean, again, you're making a good analytic case. This is an eye test case for Derrick Henry. I mean, every year, yeah. his, his rush yards, just look at his rush yards, which isn't obviously the be all end all in fantasy, but rookie year 490, uh 2017, 744, 2018, 1059, 2019, 1540, 2020, 2027 rush yards. Like there was a great uh, take to go against him last year. Cause he had 303 carries. He had 1500 nope. yards, 16 touchdowns to regress. It didn't regress. He got 75 more carries 500 more yards and another touchdown. Uh, so again, I, I think he's just a beast and he, he I, might be, I, I think I'm realizing I'm just all in on uh, the Titans offense this year. Ryan. I mean that you you kind of are and I and I, I didn't I didn't mean to come into this at all but I've just I've backed myself into this
1: tighten up offense d- going to d- cook. <laughs> I didn't know I couldn't do that. I, I mean look, it's Derrick Henry again, he he might just be like one of those guys who has different DNA. Yeah. Uh, my number one guy, not not hot takey at all. I I do have McCaffrey and I think the thing that I would call out about Christian McCaffrey that's a little bit different is he has, he has like go watch LSU. When Joe Brady was the offensive coordinator with burrow and and, and Jamar chase and, and Terrence Marshall, who is on the Panthers, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Sam Darnold. This is a much better offense than we've last seen with Christian McCaffrey and not to mention a creative play caller. So what does that tell me? Well, just like we talked about with the chargers, right? The tools that they have allow them to make space in the field. And of course, who are you going to make space for Christian McCaffrey out in space, catching the ball? I think his catch ceiling is higher than anyone's by a mile this year. And maybe it's him and Eckler are the two guys who I think could legit end up with a, they could flirt with a hundred catches. And I think if you walk in with a hundred is for whatever you do that for you're, you're already so far ahead of even Derrick Henry rushing for 2000 Uh, yards. that it allowed him to outscore the second best running back by nine points a game. Sean, that is an absolute slaughtering. So it's hard for me to number one. And I think, again, I think this uh, I'm Why Sam Darnold is being drafted where he's being drafted. Like you need shots on him in best ball. I would be completely fine walking out with like a Sam Darnold, Kirk cousin, like two quarterback system and season long, even because they're going to have matchups where they put up serious points, whether it's because they're down, their defense isn't playing well that day. And again, I think Joe Brady was all the rave when he got hired out of LSU for how creative that offense is. Now he's at the NFL level with guys who can actually do it. I'm super excited to see what they're going to do. Christian McCaffrey obviously is the cherry on top of that fucking Sunday and um, you, and you like Matt rule. Like what? Yeah, no. I, and I like Christian
0: McCaffrey. That's why I have him. Number three. Oh,
1: so low I, I, I fucking just, flaming hot take. No, I just, I mean, Chuba Hubbard will be the number one running back. I mean, I
0: almost should go all in and just say Chuba Hubbard, make him top <laughs> 10 because when he replaces Christian McCaffrey, he's going to get a lot of that. And I mean, do you think Mike Davis is herb athlete or uh, it's just uh, a situation thing?
1: Sh- I do think we found out that Dave Gettleman's wife or Joe Judge's wife was the reason that the Giants selected Chuba Hubbard in the fifth round. We'd be talking about how he was being brought there to keep Joe Judge's wife happy on the side. Well, if you know I, what I mean? You can feel free so, to talk
0: about it now. W-
1: well, I'm just saying, just because it's Matt Gosh. Rule. I mean, there's a version here where <laughs> Matt Rule is not home enough to keep his wife I, happy. And the deal is you bring that fine running back from Oklahoma state up here named Chuba
0: Chuba Hubbard is not on the uh, team <laughs> playing this week. He's dealing, uh, he's rehabbing a groin injury at the team facility. If that, if that happens, no, he's a fi- red flag,
1: he's not flying with the team because he's flying with the coach on the private jet. Oh, okay. Keep, keep the wife happy. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I like your angle, but when I heard him say that his wife really wanted Chuba yeah, Chuba, happy wife, happy life, A.K. Chuba Hubbard's going to see this field. Matt Mrs. Matt Rule she calls him chuba. Throw that out there <laughs> for the 4 star review. You're welcome. Come on, bump us up to 5 star. I hate <laughs> a I fucking hate a 4 star review. Sean really hates 4 stars.
0: It's just it's it's bush league. You're better than that as a listener. All right, Ryan. Um uh, man, download that app if you haven't already. SGPN app. You can listen to the pods, you can get all for all our free picks, contests exclusively in the app and you know we like giving away Cold, hard, cash. Also giving away merch every Monday, aka merch Monday, giving away some SGP. just leave a uh, leave a review of the SGPN app in the uh, Apple App Store. Or if you do it in the Google Play Store, take a screenshot, send it over, podcast at sports You will get entered. Let's Thank you for participating go. in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gaming Podcast, I'm Sean
1: stacking the Money Green, and he is Ryan. Mm, Saquon. Definitely a top three running back in fantasy football (laughs) Kramer. Let it ride.